What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me as always is my podcasting partner, Paul. What up, though? Huh, really? Yeah, I'm trying something new. <laughs> May not work. Please, please continue. Every time, just <laughs> Every try time. something new. Um, anyway... Justin and Paul back with yet another episode of Bright Side of the Suns by the Fans for the Fans podcast where your two favorite Suns fans discuss the Suns and other things that happen to pop into our head during the course of our conversation. Uh, To start things off here today, I'd like to first of all remind everybody listening about the upcoming Bright Side of the Suns, nope, Bright Side Night is what it's called. Am I right, Paul? Brightside Night, December 11th. Yes, sir. And as you may remember from Paul's just very eloquently put discussion about this last week, for $16, you can send one young underprivileged child to a Phoenix Suns game, the December 11th game against the New Orleans Pelicans, to see Anthony Davis, the unibrow, oh, and the Suns as well, obviously. Uh, And for $160, you can send 10 of them. You get two of your own lower bowl tickets, and you get to, if supplies last, hang out with McD. And in case you don't remember from last week, that is Ryan McDonough. We're homies with him. That's what we call him. So, Paul, that is how you do it. Thank you very much for teaching me how to uh, speak publicly. You're welcome. Next week, Paul will get another chance to try again, and even after bright side night i might just have paul practice weekly it just seems like a good idea seems like something a good friend like myself would do right he's already signed me up for toastmasters i don't know what that is it's a group of people that teach you how to speak better in public (laughs) i now now that i know what that is maybe i will sign you up for that okay anyway so i guess we should probably talk about the phoenix suns It's it's been a busy week as we sit here right now, we have the Phoenix Suns on a two, count them, not one, but two-game winning streak. Two! Two. Did they have a two-game winning streak at all last year? I don't know. <laughs> With the amount of wins, possibly not. But I would venture to guess, or should I say wager on them, yes, they probably did. But maybe not, I don't yeah. know. So, two-game winning streak. They beat Portland, yeah. and they beat the aforementioned New Orleans Pelicans earlier tonight. Why do you call it New Orleans? Uh, is it's that New not Orleans. how it's pronounced? It's New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. That's what I said. New no, Orleans. you said New Orleans. I said New Orleans. New Orleans? <laughs> really? I don't see any eyes in there. <laughs> Let's leave. Is there an eye in there? No, there's no eye in there. Okay, so anyway, the Suns won uh, those two games. Uh, By the skin of their teeth. By the skin of their teeth, in, in a very, 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 very exciting fashion, I do dare say. Yeah, didn't see uh, much of the Portland game. Okay, well let's let's step back a second. We'll walk through and discuss these things. I do want to, before we get into that though, mention just because it's a little bit older news by like two days, one day, two days, one day, mm. two days. I don't know World where you're going Series. with this. <laughs> World Series. I just want to say that that. World Series was the best World Series, best Game 7, most enthralled I've been in baseball, or at least in a World Series, since the Diamondbacks won back in 2001. I mean, I don't think you could ask for anything more in a baseball game, period. I mean, the drama, the history, the 
um, just the the actual honestly it was an exciting game it was a high scoring game which just kind of made it and the changes in leads and whatnot it was a great game to watch and I am really not a fan of watching baseball so the fact that I was enthralled by it it just tells you a lot about how good that game was absolutely and I think that there's one thing that I know for certain and that is the city of Cleveland has nobody to blame about blowing that 3-1 lead than LeBron James himself agreed Wholeheartedly. I mean, did you see the pictures from his Halloween it, party? Exactly. What a just obnoxious thing to do. And did he not think when he did that that that's absolutely going to cost Cleveland the series? Especially when, if I'm not mistaken, they were were they up three one at that point? They were. Oh, they oh, were. Oh, oh, LeBron. And I think, frankly, that's just LeBron being selfish because he wants all the glory in Cleveland. And I, and and and. Those are two words that really probably never need to be said in the same sentence. Glory in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss the days of uh, God hating Cleveland. And Well, actually, I think they're kind of still around. Well, I, based on this last week, I think so too. But And they do still have the Browns. They, they, yeah, they do have the Browns. Oh, the Browns. But at any rate, so I just wanted to take an opportunity to... Give some kudos. No, I was going to say, give some kudos to the Cubs and everybody's favorite baseball player in the history of the universe, Chris Bryant. Yeah, I mean, gotta give him props. I mean, full disclosure, we are both from the University of San Diego, which is where Chris Bryant went to school as well. So uh, we we root for him. uh, Anybody listening that's a Cubs fan, that means we're saying you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Also Um, for Theo Epstein. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Just just add him to the bunch. Yeah. Um, so, question about LeBron. I mean, I, I've never been. <laughs> I've never been shy about my disdain for LeBron. I think everything he does is contrived. I think he is an incredibly selfish player. Incredibly selfish. Maybe not player. I don't human know, yeah, being. You can't call him a human being. Player. Human being. I think everything he does that appears to be selfless is done for selfish reasons. I could go on for like days and days and days about this. Yeah, I mean, everything's I calculated, but. My question to you then is, how do you think this breaks down? Do more people like LeBron? Do more people not like LeBron? Because I know a bunch of guys, a bunch of my friends that really don't like LeBron, but maybe I'm just friends with a bunch of haters. I don't know. <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of the same guys, and I, I'm not the hugest fan of LeBron. I know you, to compare him to a similar player in the fact that like they're... Spit it out. Divisive player in Kobe. Mm, well done. There you go. Look, I just got to encourage you. You see how to encourage me? I, I, I like Kobe a heck of a lot more than I like the You respect Kobe. His game. You respect his game. Because we've had this conversation. You said, I respect his game. He's a jackass. And, but he doesn't hide from what he is. Which you kind of also respect as Fair well. Fair point. Granted, he did kind of hide from it in early years. And and so you're not really answering my question, so you're just saying that maybe people like LeBron less than they don't like him? Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie that there are a lot of... I know some people that just absolutely love LeBron. Let me... My dad. My (laughs) dad. I was at dinner with him one night, and it was... It was during... It might have been during the finals last year... We're sitting at a bar, and he goes, LeBron, what, what, this is just an amazing guy. What can't he do? You know what? LeBron should be president someday. And I was like, 
Yeah, that's funny. He goes, no, seriously, he'd be so – and Graham Trump, I'm probably, LeBron probably better. But anyway, <laughs> he was LeBron's just so fired up. He was just yeah, – probably. He was and just so fired up. School education. He was just so fired up about LeBron and I was just shocked that anybody could be as enthralled, as excited about this whole LeBron James concept as my dad was. Um, but I will qualify that by saying later on during that same evening we were watching – the game that was on and it went to commercial and it went to that whole Chris Paul, Cliff Paul commercial. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Where oh yeah. I'm, Cliff I, Paul was his, his twin brother. Yeah. My dad was like, you know, this guy is so lucky. He happens to do insurance and his brother, his twin brother is Chris Paul. <laughs> Please tell me that. Was I just swear to God this happened. <laughs> and I, 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 I gave him this look, you know, the look I give it to you all the time. Oh, I know. Yeah. You wondering like if there's, already. Any possibility that he was being serious, and he was, and um, so I guess maybe that disqualifies you, the whole his whole thought process on LeBron right there. So I think what we just determined is anybody me, that loves LeBron a lot is probably somewhat off the rocker. Love you, Dad, if you happen to listen to this. My dad also is just a fantastic guy, very well adjusted, very successful. I'm just saying sometimes you know he says funny things. I feel like a lot of LeBron's fans are in flyover states. Middle of the country area, mm. um, where I don't know, maybe they're a little less sophisticated, a little more farm country. So you're saying <laughs> LeBron's fans are like rednecks? Is that what you're saying? I no, I just no. Actually, I'm I'm kidding. Oh, you are serious? There, all of a <laughs> I'm sudden, back, I'm backtrack this completely. Jeez. No, I mean, unlike you, Paul I comes respect, out guns blazing. I actually respect LeBron's game. I think he has. I like his game a lot because. He actually, unlike Kobe, whereas I... Are you saying I shouldn't hate the player, I should hate the game? Wait. No, 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 no. no. Other way around? Other other way around. Whereas you respect Kobe for what he did and, like, his skill on the court, I kind of, I disagreed with his style. I'm much more of a... I like point guards. I like pass-first point guards. That's just, that's, like, my favorite position on the court. LeBron is a... Even though he scores a lot, his... First, uh, first goal is to pass. He's a pass-first guy. Like he's, he's compared to Magic. That's because he's soft and he's scared to shoot and he's scared for the big mo- of the big moments. You don't call the block end of conversation. On, we don't call what? the block on Iggy a big moment that he was scared of. I mean, just a score is not like the big so moments aren't just scores. You're not scared to try to block somebody's shot. You're scared to take big shots. Who won that game for them? Who won that finals for them? Kyrie Irving. End of story. We should probably stop talking about LeBron. <laughs> and actually talk about what this podcast is for. Last talk about the two podcasts we've now spent time talking <laughs> about non-suns for the first ten minutes. Arch a good one. And at least, Congratulations, you got picked up by the Nets. Is yeah, that Okay, true? we're not going to talk about Arch a good one now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The internet, actually, the internet I mean, tells me it's true. I research before I make stuff up, Paul. <laughs> I missed that like one. You. I missed that one. I you'd be, with the amount of time I spend scrolling through Twitter, you'd think I'd actually caught that one somehow. I missed it. All you have to do is Google Archie Goodwin. I, actually, the Nets are a perfect. Wait, situation wait, for wait, him. wait, wait, wait! I already said we're going to not talk about Archie Goodwin. I just want to say the Nets are a perfect. I don't situation want you to say it. No, and I'm happy for him. Moving on. Oh, you actually stopped. We ha- actually would you have like to really surprise- dis- Would you like to explain Bright Side Night for everybody <laughs> no, and stare at me you. awkwardly? No, thank you. By the way. Go to www.brightsideofthesun.com. WWB. And <laughs> donate to Brightside Nights. 
Suns. Suns. Let's talk about the Suns. Four games. Since the last time we spoke, yes, there have been four games. The Clippers game, I don't care to speak about. I literally don't remember it. Okay. It sounds like a personal issue, but that's fine. I don't know if I actually watched it. I've just been very busy, and I have no recollection of that game at all. Couldn't tell you anything about it. Okay, so... Moving on. Okay. Warriors game? Warriors game. They showed a they lot of promise. The Suns really controlled the first half of that game. Pretty much, yeah. They should have. I mean, based on just what we saw on the court, I feel was not a clear indicator of what we saw on the scoreboard because they didn't have that large of a lead at halftime, but they had a lead at halftime over the Warriors. Granted, the Warriors just lost to the Lakers. So yeah, and that was what I was going to That's exactly what I was just going to bring up. I mean, the Lakers waxed them. The Suns... Yeah, but the Warriors are coming off the back-to-back, too. This is true. And a highly emotional back-to-back because they just played OKC. But 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 Kevin Durant still was the high scorer. He had over I think he had close to thirty points against the Lakers. Let's 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 look at the important thing here though about that game. Not only that the Suns showed promise, they showed fight, they showed that they can hang with a team that is supposedly the best team in the league. Oh, you finished my thought for me. That was cute. Thank you. We've known each other for twelve years? Fourteen years? Are you just, are you just making up? Years? You're making up stats again. Sixteen years. You're bad at math. You're an accountant. You're terrible at math. Okay. I'm also yeah, five it's years like deep. sixteen years. So anyway, um, the important fact is, as I had predicted, the Suns covered the spread. That is the important fact. That is the important. Actually, fact. the more important fact: Tony Buckets had another good game. <coughs> Tony Buckets. I like that. I like that. Is that is that something you made up, or did you read that somewhere? Uh, I <laughs> tried to give you credit. Nickname. That was his he, college nickname? It's like a really long nickname. I feel like a nickname, TJ, is a nickname. Tony Buckets is the exact opposite of a nickname because it makes his nickname longer. Maybe his middle name is actually Buckets. <laughs> I just gave the shrug pose that really doesn't come across on it. Yeah, so anyway, um, so... But yeah, he's had a great start to the season. Um, I think this is what um, the potential he showed last season before he uh, got injured with uh, the minutes he was playing off the bench behind PJ. Now that he got actually the fortuitous injury of PJ giving him giving TJ the opportunity. PJ to, and TJ, I love that <laughs> opportunity to start, and he's run with it. They should get a reality show. They should PJ and TJ. <laughs> yes. Or okay. maybe TJ and PJ at this point. PJ and TJ. Okay, go on, continue. I'm sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> you did interrupt. Um, but he's basically, he took that opportunity to get the starting spot, and he's run with it. He's been the highest score, the high score for the team so far for the season. Um, he's been probably the most consistent player on the team, I would say. Sure. Um, he's hitting threes. I, I'm not sure of the percentage, and I'm not about to try to guess, but it seems at least don't respectable. Let, don't, don't, let, don't let my comments appears, shy you away from making things up. It appears to be a respectable percentage. Give me percentage. a number. I want a number. I'm guessing in the 30s. I'm hoping in like 34%. Thank you. Sure. That's all I wanted. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> look it up. I, I bet you're right. I feel like you're right. But anyway, um, he has been the most consistent player on the team. He has been basically carrying the offense for much of the uh, beginning of the season, especially with Booker's struggles, 
minus tonight's game against um, shit. Who did they play? <laughs> I just watched it. New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. But um, if the if TJ and TJ actually had a bad game night, he's thirty percent. Thirty percent. He still put up I think seventeen points tonight with a great dunk to put. Bring the game to overtime. Which I'm, I'm going to stop you because you're jumping way ahead. You're, going, jumping you're ahead. going all over the place. I'm trying to cover I'm Tony Buckets. Your mind. Your mind just is too fast for everybody else. But you're right. And we'll talk about that. We'll get to that. But I think as far as the game against the Warriors, we've said it before. I'll say it again. That's what I want to see out of this team this year. Be competitive, but hey, you know what? You don't need to win a whole bunch of games. Agree. And let's let's look at guys two games in a row. That's good enough. It's good enough. No, I won't say that because we're playing the Lakers now. So let's let's pound them. But uh, you know, let's let's not get into that as we've discussed the chasing an eight seed, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth range as far as picking in the draft. I mean, but, it is a deeper draft supposedly. So we could possibly get a decent Allegedly. guy, but um, I don't want the possibility of pulling a diamond in the rough like Booker again, or Warren, or Warren, or Nash, or Nash, Sean Marion, Stoudemire. Yeah, he was Stoudemire. Was wasn't Stoudemire he was the same pick as as Marion? I think they were nine, both nine. True or made up on the spot by Paul? That is what I believe. Hmm, fair. Okay, so next game, Portland. Portland. Yeah, we're just skipping LA Portland. <laughs> Portland. Yeah, yeah. I already, I already went over that. Yes, Portland. That was a fun game. I that was know. a fun game to watch. Um, to be honest, I just saw Bledsoe shot. Eric Bledsoe hit not one but two buzzer beaters <laughs> in that game, uh, and the first one should have won the game for them. Did you? So you did not see the. Mm shot that I believe it was Myers Leonard who needs to do something about that hair. Yeah. That I mean, alright, dude. His name's Myers. That's fa- yeah, that's a good point actually. Maybe maybe the hair fits him perfectly. But at any rate his last name is a first name. And his first name's a last name. <laughs> yeah. I do not trust that guy at all based on all of that right now. Uh but Booker excuse me, Booker. Bledsoe makes the Kind of driving, fade away, one off one foot, bank shots uh, with about two seconds left, and you're sitting there thinking, "Okay, Sun's got this one. Just gonna stop, force them into some tough shot." No, there's a there's a a, a missed coverage. That sounds like a football term, but there's a missed assignment on a switch. Myers Leonard. I'm assuming that's who it was. We're rolls of the you're basket. Up stats now too. I'm not making up stats. I'm making up facts. Different. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Rolls to the basket, gets a wide open layup, kind of like TJ Warren tonight, uh, and, except Warren dunked. Leonard's taller, too. Why doesn't he dunk? He's white. Yeah, and he's got that hair. The hair, I think the lack of aerodynamics maybe affected it. But but that was a little deflating to see that happen. But then, uh, you know, they get into overtime, and they get to a point where they're tied with a Six seconds left or so, and Bledsoe, you know, I think the one time when the Suns' offense really kind of starts going down a negative path is when there's a lack of ball movement. And that last possession by Bledsoe was a clear lack of ball movement, but 
perhaps by design, give the ball the blood so I have him take a less shot. But when he was dribbling up top, I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you got to do something. You got to do something. He starts driving and then he starts to back back out. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then he takes a step back. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then he throws up a fadeaway three. I'm like, no, no. no. Oh, that looks good. Yes. <laughs> so that so I'm was. I'm pretty sure that's how Albert called it, by the way. Yeah, pr- quite possibly. I think Earl Watson might have been saying all that in his head, too. I don't know. He was probably a lot more positive about it, though, and, you know, would have made me feel very perfect. You watched more than I did because my wife's a baseball fan and we were not turning off that. Oh, baseball. I was almost having a conniption fit trying to stay in between the two of them. Uh, it actually worked out perfectly because, if I'm not mistaken, the last out of the World Game 7 of the World Series. Made by Chris Bryant. Made by Chris Bryant with a huge smile on his face. Did you see that? I did. That's awesome. That's how you play baseball right there, I guess. But it happened within a minute or so of the shot by Bledsoe. So it was really, Like really I said, that's all timing. I saw. Really good timing. Um, I listened and, to a little bit of the game because I had to adult and go pick up my son from his grandparents' house. Kids so always got, ruin stuff, don't they? they? I, no. mean, I mean, they make things great. But I got to listen to the game I love during you, the girls. rain delay on the drive over to the grandparents' house. The rain delay? That was a crazy thing. I was Seriously, texting with some people like, there's, there's no way that they're going to put the tarp out. And my wife's like, why are the guys standing behind that big round thing on the side of the field? I'm like, no. But, yeah, anyway, so you listen to some of the game. I listened to some of the game. I mean, it was nice. It was a competitive game. I was kind of expecting it to be kind of... What I'm hoping, what I'm hoping for the length of the season to be is the team to be competitive, the team to show growth, the team to show, particularly with the younger players, but still lose a lot because you, you, a loaded we, draft. We went through this already. Go on. Yeah, but it's a loaded draft. I want them to lose a lot. So Alex Len played some basketball against Portland. Yeah, because he didn't the last five games. Five games prior to that. Four games. Whatever it is. Three years. <laughs> Sorry, no, Alex. I mean, Alex, it, Alex Len, if you listen to this, I, I totally... Uh, you know, come on, man. You're good. It's fine. Anyway, but yeah, he had a this, solid this, game. That's yeah. something that, you know... It's one of those things I look at Alex Len and I'm like... He tries to do too much. When he tries to do too much, he fails. Yeah. If he, he keeps it simple and just stays under the basket, rebounds, blocks shots... And just gets tip-ins. Basically plays like Tyson Chandler. Who's been having a great year so far. So I mean, far. after the last year. I mean, great year for yeah. a 34-year-old? 35? Yeah. God, he's our age? Yeah, he's our age. That's so old in, in basketball life. Yeah, he's like, he seems so old on the he's court. pretty much ready to retire. <laughs> I wish I... Well, I am ready to retire. It's just not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, Len needs to dummy it down. He has some games like that. I mean, maybe maybe he'll stick around next year. Obviously, they didn't pick up the option. But I'm assuming the problem is he's hitting those shots in practice, so he thinks he can hit him in games, but and nobody can just convince him just don't. He seems to have been you know, doing a decent job on the boards, though, this year. And, he has. And, 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 Had a little foul trouble. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of foul trouble, and you probably didn't see this. Or wait, was this the Portland game? Yes, the Portland game. What led to Bledsoe's three-pointer to win the game was one of the most egregious calls I've ever seen in my entire life, an and one for Damian Lillard. I saw that post on Twitter, and because I, I hadn't watched, I did not know what... It was mind-boggling. 
Okay, I guess if you're going to say anytime somebody touches someone, it's a foul. But let's be honest. Superstar calls. Hey, I'm not saying superstar. I'm rolling my eyes like crazy right now, but it it was ridiculous. I I feel as if Michael Jordan himself would not have gotten that call. It was one of the most egregious things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not exaggerating. Tim Kempton, I didn't hear the game on the radio, but I'm sure Tim Kempton like almost ran out into the court because <laughs> that dude does not he's hide how he feels about referees. I, I love I him. I just assume he was. God, I love him. Don't but follow his Twitter. It was, it was, at any rate, it was just an atrocious call for an and one, but everything was made okay by Eric Bledsoe drilling that three. It was, and... It was it was nice for them to get a win because it, and it's also nice, it's nice for them to have actually have a short winning streak. Hopefully, <laughs> I feel like maybe we should stop pushing the negativity so strongly, Paul. I'm not pushing negativity. You I'm pushing, just requested that they have a short winning streak. I'm looking. I'm looking at the positives I want to see out of the season are not. What is currently happening? Yeah, wins are great, but that is short term. Yeah, <laughs> did we just see a hockey score of ten nothing on SportsCenter? We did by Columbus, <laughs> like Ohio. Yes, you didn't know they had a hockey no, team. No, I had no idea. <laughs> Why wouldn't they put that hockey team in Cleveland? <laughs> I'm serious <laughs> because they want them to actually possibly win something. Or Cincinnati, like is. Columbus, a big city? Yeah, there's three big cities in, in Ohio. Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Which the one big is, three C's. Which one is the biggest? I don't, know. I don't know. Is Columbus bigger than either of the other two? Possibly not. But think of them like San Antonio. San Antonio is nowhere near Dallas or Houston. Okay. They have a bas- they have one, they're a one-sport team. Columbus is a one-sport team. Okay. So they get to, like, everybody gets to rally around the Columbus Blue Jackets. Isn't Ohio State in Columbus? I don't know. So then what, they're like the Memphis Grizzlies, where they basically, they're the one professional team in, like, a college town? I just frankly have no idea why there's a hockey team in Columbus, Ohio. It's better than a hockey team in Phoenix, Arizona. I feel like it's not. (laughs) Anyway, what were you talking about? Better football team in Green Bay? Clearly not. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway. let's move off of the Portland game. Are you done? Do you have anything else to say about, about the Port- Portland game? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Let's go to tonight. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Orleans. You got me all messed in the head now. <laughs> I'm just going to – you know what? I'm not changing. I'm going to call it New Orleans because I like that. Uh, We're literally watching the highlights We now. are. And I, I feel like it's nice that – they didn't lose to a team that has no wins. <laughs> for obvious reasons. I, I feel sorry for Port, for New Orleans, though, because I mean, they've had two rough seasons. I feel like you should feel sorry for Anthony Davis. You, that's what I mean. Honestly, when I say I feel sorry for New Orleans, I feel sorry for Anthony Davis, and I feel sorry for Alvin Dren. And, and Solomon Hill. Mm. U of A guy. I feel okay. sorry for him. Sure. But maybe he gets to hang out at... Whatever the street is down there, I, know, I just it just pops in my head. Uh, did you see the play where um, at, 
Marashik got the ball at like the free throw line, and literally there was nobody. Oh, he just stood there. He stood there, and he threw the ball away. And he threw like a weird lob entry pass that got that that I think Booker was defending and just dribbled out of bounds. Yeah, it was it was the most like spastic play I've ever seen. Dude was dude was like. I'm open at the free throw line. What do I do with There's this? There's nobody within five feet of me. I remember he was there for a little bit too. Because nobody I, even tried to go near him. I went through a thought process of he could probably just shoot it, shoot it, or maybe take a dribble into the lane and shoot from even closer. He's so close he could probably go through his free throw like routine. Yeah, that was something else. That was I. There was nobody near him. Nobody even tried to get close. That's cool. To that him. guy plays in the NBA. What was his that name? Who was that? Omer Sheik. I'm pretty sure. I assumed it was him because he was white and looked European. <laughs> Paul, stereotypes will get you nowhere in life, my friend. This is true. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey. Actually, Thank you for I, I could possibly run for president on him. You could do what? Run for president. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get political here. Uh... At any rate, so it was it was good to see the Suns win. It was good to see the Suns win that game. And TJ Warren. So it, it's funny because I think that it, that game as a whole is probably very indicative of how this season as a whole is going to go. Because, for example, after Devin Booker made that ridiculous and one, where he put the ball off the top of the backboard and it went in, then suddenly everything kind of went to crap after that. Um, they had the second to last possession that they had where they didn't even get a shot off coming out of a timeout. That's something you can't do. You can't no. just dribble the ball around, not get a shot off coming out of a timeout. But they did that. But then... Young team. Exactly. But then two possessions later, they ran what I thought was a great play. I'm assuming that that play was drawn up so Somewhat that... Somewhat planned. I'm guessing that the play was Warren's going to run out to the top of the key, and if his defender overplays the entry pass, which he did, he turns and cuts right back to the hoop and gets hit with the inbounds pass from, I believe, P.J. Tucker? Yeah, it's P.J. Tucker. P.J. to T.J.? P.J. to T.J. And P.J. To T.J. connection. And then just dunks it. That was That was awesome. That was awesome. Quick caveat on that play. Did you notice Anthony Davis? I was driving on the freeway Good trying point. to watch it on Fox Sports Go. So, no. Okay. I'm lucky that I made it here safely. So, Anthony Davis. I do not condone doing that. It's very irresponsible. Nor do I. Anthony Davis was defending that inbound. He's, what, 6'11"? With, like, a 74-foot wingspan? Yeah, his hands were by his sides. He, like, why was he not flailing about trying to block that? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know either. You have but to ask thank him. you to Anthony Davis. But it's thank a you, big, Anthony Davis. Big uh, question on my end of just really what, maybe he was tired <laughs> trying to carry <laughs> He's the He's like, boy, I am exhausted. I, my arms can't even go above my shoulders right now. I'm averaging 37 points carrying this team. The next highest score is... Some guy nobody's ever heard of who's averaging 12. Hey, how about also the Suns limiting Anthony Davis? Yeah. PJ was great in the fourth quarter limiting him. All right. 
And I didn't I, see I that. Agree. I mean, I'm very conflicted about PJ Tucker. Just from the standpoint of, I love him as a player. I love him as a son. But, but we should trade him. <laughs> yes, we should trade him. I mean, he is. He really belongs on a championship contender. He is everything they're looking for in that wing defender position. He's he is the prototypical three and D guy. He can make threes. He actually has a decent off the dribble game, and he is a pretty decent lockdown defender for that position. He's like Bruce Bone without being an asshole. Yeah, and a heck of a heck of a uh, sneaker game. Does he? Oh yeah, he's got Ooh. like 250 pairs of sneakers. That seems really unnecessary. Yeah, but he's also a multimillionaire, so I guess he could do something that's even more unnecessary with all that money, huh? Right, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's he is kind of the odd man out in that front court, small forward, power forward rotation, strictly because you got T.J. Warren, who is our leading scorer, but probably like most consistent player so far this season. You got Jared Dudley, who's brought in specifically for veteran leadership, who has not dunked yet. He has not dunked yet. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start stalking that dude just to try to get him to dunk. Seriously, text him every game, homie. Got to help me out here. Go on. And then we've obviously got Bender and Chris that can play the forward and center position, and just that rotation right there. There's too many guys that all deserve minutes, or we want to have minutes. And TJ's getting, or PJ's, I'm sorry, PJ's getting minutes. And maybe it's to kind of showcase him for a trade. I don't know. I don't know McD's uh, plan. I don't know what Watson's plan. I mean, I'm assuming Watson's trying to win because that's what every coach tries to do. I hope so. I want to do yoga with the Suns still, by the way. I'm gonna f- I found out where they do yoga. How close is it to your house? It's not that close to my house, but uh, it's not that far either. <laughs> Wednesdays, I know where. I just need to figure out the time. I'm coming, guys. But, I'm coming for you. So I think I think there's an opportunity there to possibly package him maybe with – I don't know what else. But we package him I like that by idea. himself. Just – he's perfect for the Clippers. I don't know what the Clippers could send us, but he's exactly what they need because their biggest hole is – the small forward position, particularly from a defensive end, and a guy who can shoot threes and does not require the ball in his hands. All right. Because Paul Pierce is too old, and Wesley Johnson's freaking Wesley Johnson. Wesley Johnson's still in the NBA? Yeah. Like the dude that used to be on the Suns? Yep. Like the dude that was like the number three pick out of Syracuse? Yep. Huh. <laughs> Man. What people will pay people to do is shocking. So. Yeah. At any rate, anyway. anything else you'd like to add? I know you want to talk about Brandon Knight being traded to the Sixers, but I don't think we have time to get into that because I know that that will be a bit of a discussion for you. Am I right? Probably, So yeah. can we save that for next week? Sure. That is a tease, folks. A tease. That is a tease I don't that we're going to forget about. <laughs> that helps or hurts, but it's a tease nonetheless. Anything else you'd like to add, Paul? Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate... Uh all the feedback, so please leave comments or suggestions for anything else you'd like to hear. 
Maybe we'll do a try to do like a mailbag in a couple weeks. Maybe that might maybe. be fun. Maybe something different. It was good. I got a little worried when he started just saying stuff. I get I get scared. See if Dave will let us. Yeah, let us do what? Do a mailbag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure we can, right? I don't see why we can. Why not? I'm in. So, at any rate, now that Paul is done, give either one of us or both of us, or if you just like one of us and not the other one, that's fine too. Whatever, a follow on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay, and Paul is at my former fantasy football team name. Go ahead, Dervish of World jerk and don't forget to go on brightsideofsun.com and donate to brightside night and until next time folks have a good rest of your morning afternoon or night depending on when you're listening to us and go suns adios amigos only to a certain extent though go suns because paul's obviously very negative about this and i'd like you have to stick him with spanish okay next time different language paul See. Take care, folks. <laughs>